He'll be coming round the mountain when he comes. He'll be coming round the mountain when he comes. Hello there. Have you already got that Christmas spirit going? Well, that song has nothing to do with Christmas, and thank you very much for asking. I detest Christmas, so no. Um, how's it going? Oh, uh, maybe I was thinking of Grandma got ran over by the reindeer. He'll be coming round the mountain when he comes. He'll be coming round the mountain when he comes. He'll be wearing big bubbles. I don't know. Maybe I'm confused. But there are a few tracks which share the same song, don't they? I mean, the Star Spangled Banner. Star Spangled Banner is uh, new words over an old English song. I think it was an old naval song. Um, I haven't got Google in front of me. You can Google it. But the biggest surprise was when I was teaching the kids in Taiwan. And I was going uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And then one of the little ones just piped up, How I wonder what you are. And it was only then, after years, after decades of singing the alphabet song, I realised it had the identical tune to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star by Mozart. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's kind of wild. I guess that's one of the ways we learn, though. It's ingrained with tunes and everything else, and everything gets reused, mixed up, and repackaged as, as something else. I mean, if you look at the entirety of the U.S., it's, it's all based on the history of the British, so it wouldn't surprise me if most of our shit and them getting us to pledge allegiance to the flag every day when i was a kid in school just indoctrinates you into this nationality and uh patriotism oh yeah pledging allegiance to a flag let's say that again pledge allegiance to a flag every morning from childhood that is come on that is weird if you if you take america out of the picture and just put it down on paper that uh, in a nation, children will stand, turn to a symbol in the corner and declare their undying love for the symbol. <laughs> Come on. Religion. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the list is long. You know, Maoism, <laughs> religion, Jesus Christ, uh, to the nation, Marxism. It's all there. But when you're doing it yourself, it just feels like patriotism and it feels wholesome and good, doesn't it? When another nation does it, oh, it's evil. Talking of America, you've got some elections coming up or something. And yes, Twitter is at an all-time high, but people have said it's just because there's an election happening tomorrow. What election is actually happening tomorrow? Well, I'm hoping you're not going to turn this into a podcast, but... Um... Basically, we've every two years we've got uh, half the Senate, half the House. It's a rolling schedule or up. <clears throat> so, right now, as it stands, it's fifty-fifty in the Senate, and Kamala Harris, the Vice President, gets to decide a casting vote. Anything that gets through, obviously, the House is the Congress is basically two sets right the senate is the upper house the congress is the lower house and the democrats have majority basically in both and uh if tomorrow as it looks that's going to happen a red wave is going to happen which means the republicans are going to take the majority in both the lower and the upper house basically means biden is a lame duck for the next two years 
So in the next presidential election, you'll have, again, you'll have not only the presidential election, but you'll have the other half of the House and the Senate up for election. Sorry, I misspoke. The House of Representatives is the lower House. Congress encompasses both both sides. Well, upper, lower, red, blue, left, right. There's a load of terminology there. But the one takeaway I did get is that Biden is going to be a lame duck for the next two years. What, more of a lame duck? Geriatric old... Oh, sorry, I got cut off there. But um, isn't this the way it always works? Where... Um, somebody's in power and the opposition managed to manifest forces enough force opposing force in a different part of the government that kind of um hobbles them i thought that uh, i remember this being done with trump and i remember it being done with obama before him yeah i think historically that's traditionally how it goes is you get you know you got the three branches of government and uh People get pissed off underneath and then they split it. But I think that's partly what the founders wanted anyway. They tried to create this government that doesn't do anything and you can't sort of force through one side or the other. Um, but, you know, Joe Biden's done more to destroy the U.S. with a fully controlled. They have all three branches, just like Obama. Sorry, a bird just threw, flew in front of my face. Um, you know, Obama had all three branches of government under control, and he didn't do anything. Um, you know, we can talk about Roe v. Wade as well. They had every chance to pass this with full control of Congress and uh, the presidency, and they did nothing because they like to use these things as tactics to run on in the next election and fearmonger and scare everyone into voting. So they know that if they lose power, the only way to get their voting base out is to pick these sort of simple topics. But I think you're seeing something completely different this time. And I think you're going to see a huge red wave. And then 2024, the Democrats are just going to get whitewashed across the board, all three branches. And as long as the Republicans don't do anything stupid, uh, they should clean house. I suppose there's some definitions we should have dealt with at the beginning here. Am I right in saying Democrats are right-wing and they're red and therefore Trump and Republicans are on the left-wing and they're blue and they currently have Biden in position? Is that correct? Uh, you couldn't be more completely wrong uh, if you tried. Um, the Republicans are basically the right-wing of the party and uh, the Democrats are what you would refer to as labor. And uh, <clears throat> the Republicans are considered red and the Democrats are considered blue. So when you hear all these people talk about a huge red wave coming, that means that the Republicans are going to pick up a majority of both the seats in the House and the Senate. They can't do anything about the presidency until 2024. Okay, so it kind of equates UK politics as Democrats are conservatives, only the colours are reversed. And Republicans, Republic, so society, that's similar to Labour, who like to uh, portray themselves as lefty and all about society more than business, and they're on the left. But again, the colours are reversed. 
Is that correct? Okay. Well, if you're going to go simple jack on me, I'm just going to say, I'm going to put it to you this way. Democrat equals labor. Republican equals Tory. Don't worry about the colors. Does that make sense? <laughs> simple jack. <laughs> I love the way we also have to refer to it as simple jack and not give it the, the proper line from the movie. <laughs> that word's been outlawed in the US now, hasn't it? It's seen as some, it's a complete slur. The R word. The R word. And uh, oh, again, you know, giving the initial and putting word at the end of it doesn't make it better. Stick with the original word. Yes, that kind of explains, but to be honest, I'm, I'm so over it. Bloody red and blue as colours. We see this in football, soccer and all the rest of it. It's such bollocks, isn't it? Picking sides by colours. And then to actually take a, a name like the Democratic Party. Hang on, you can't like take the name of the whole system by which it's meant to be. That's like calling something Hotel Hotel. That's out of order. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild to to actually go back and think about the names. You, you could say the same about the Republicans because, you know, the U.S. is really, it's a constitutional republic. It's not a democracy, although everyone likes to believe it's a democracy. And yes, you have the right to vote, but at the end of the day, it's a constitutional republic. One of the things I was, I forgot to say earlier that I, I tried to relay uh, poorly is the other thing that's up for grabs is all the state legislature, governor races, and all the other elected officials who really run uh, all the day to day without the federal government involvement. And the Republicans are set there to pick up a huge majority of seats as well which they mostly control anyway, but they're going to gain even further. And at the end of the day, you know, one of the things I struggle with is why is it a binary choice in America? Why is it team A or team B? There's no like team citizen. It's either you're a bigot or you're a communist. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, most elections come down to two parties and... I wonder if it's um, manipulation by media or if it's something which is innate in human nature. You're either with them or with us. You know, when it comes to groups, is it, does it naturally fall into a binary structure? You rarely have three sides fighting each other, not overtly and not simultaneously. So I don't, I, so like many things, I think it's less a manufacturing of society and more just an emphasis of what is innate and natural to us. But yeah, you want something else. Same with the Tories. Oh, by the way, about the, um, the different provinces, I noticed that, you know, one candidate brought out Trump. Okay, that makes sense. You know, bring out, a, you know, a past leader. But Biden brought out Obama. And am I right in saying this? Biden brought out Obama. So it's a case of, yeah, coming to see me isn't enough. So I'll bring the one which everyone likes, which is Obama, as the main draw for this show. Have I got that right? Because that doesn't look good on Biden, if that's the case. On the, on the, on the Biden one and the Trump one, uh, yes, you're absolutely correct. Let's revisit 
history just two years ago the media told us joe biden is the most popular president in history he got more votes than anybody in history 81 million this guy can't string a sentence together he can't fill an auditorium every time he takes stage his handlers have to take him away and the white house has to uh fix his comments and what he says i mean this guy is a freaking walking meme there's nothing about it so the only hope the democrats have in this to combat trump and the republicans is to bring out quite possibly the most articulate statesman the u.s has ever seen which is barack obama yep doesn't look good when the main attraction has to pull out a support act which is more popular yeah and the media was plugging it and uh, did anyone really buy it though it's so interesting isn't it we we look at the media does anyone buy it 100 percent? yeah i guess they do if it's saying the things if it's part of their echo chamber and it's saying what they want to hear and that's why it's so hard to have too much respect for somebody who believes the you know the commercial media too much because you think well you've been made to think that but they look at the other side and say well you've been brainwashed into thinking that not sure what the solution is okay so you've got some elections coming up what's going to be the outcome in 24 hours as in not the result as in what will actually structurally change well i think i said it earlier uh <clears throat> before i knew we were doing a podcast and you were secretly recording me my thoughts um i think what you're gonna see if I'm if I'm to be believed um, is I think you're going to see a huge the the pendulum is going to swing much like it did when Trump left you know the pendulum swing uh, swang is that a word um, went to the left for the Democrats and now after two years of the U.S. public seeing what the Democrats are all about it's going to swing hard right and you're going to see both the house and the senate go super majority republicans which in effect makes it impossible for joe biden to do anything for the next two years so effectively he's a lame duck it's over and then the next big election nothing will get done for two years aside from more government spending which both parties agree on more debt uh, worse for the american taxpayer and then nothing will ultimately change until 2024 and beyond. Okay, so that answers it. More debt, higher taxes, nothing major. Although my, my response to that is, well, what has changed under Biden? What has he achieved? And I don't mean that flippantly. I simply mean in response to you saying that nothing will, nothing can change. My question is, what has changed? Briefly. Well, I don't think Biden has any accomplishments. I mean, look at, he's about to start World War III. Uh, the U.S. was energy independent under Trump. He didn't start any new wars. Um, Biden shut down the Keystone pipelines. All the drilling and everything else has been shut off in the pursuit of these eco-vigilante Greta Thunberg. Although, you know, Greta's just come out and basically said she's a communist and she wants to overthrow the capitalist western civilization so at least she's starting to show her colors 
uh, all this green energy debacle, uh, food prices, inflation, you name it. I mean, this guy hasn't accomplished anything. I would, he got, did you see he got fact checked on Twitter and he had to delete it? He put out a tweet that said, our senior citizens are going to receive the largest social security checks in history because of my administration. And someone fact checked him on Twitter and was like, this has nothing to do with your administration. The social security checks are tied to the CPI and inflation rate. So the fact that you've pushed inflation over 10% means that, that, um, senior citizens are going to get the largest checks ever. And that was tied into a Republican policy back in like 71. So, you know, the hypocrisy is being called out every day. And I can't name you one thing this guy has done to benefit either America or the rest of the world. Just a PS on that one too. I wish he had left the tweet up because at least the tweet was an acknowledgement that he's taking accountability for inflation going through the roof. And the Republicans should have trounced him for at least acknowledging it's his fault where we're at with the economy. Well, he did oversee a slick withdrawal from Afghanistan, didn't he? Did he? Am I remembering that correctly? Oh, well. And Greta Thunberg. Ah, what is it? The little doom monger. <laughs> Back on the scene, is she? Loads to unpack. We'll deal with it in a future conversation. This has been fun. Do you want to play a song to uh, see us out? Yeah, I'll I'll take us out. Uh, I I'm I think you're taking the piss there with the Afghanistan uh, withdrawal. But I I love there was a great meme online. Um, it said something like twenty years, twenty trillion dollars to replace the Taliban with the Taliban. Well done, U.S. <laughs> Mr. Kirk, Texas in school. I'm afraid he's not, Mr. Fishmore. Texas Trilogy problem is way out of hand. The Baltimore County School Board have decided to expel Dexter from the entire public school system. And Mr. Kirk, I'm not better as you to Texas Trilogy, but surely expulsion is not the answer. I'm afraid expulsion is the only answer. It's the opinion of the entire staff that Dexter is criminally insane. Same, same, same. <laughs> Let's have a cheese. I want to count three. That, 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 that boy needs 